What I see in nature is a magnificent structure that can be comprehended only very imperfectly, and that must fill a thinking person with a feeling of humility. This is a genuinely religious feeling that has nothing to do with mysticism. From Albert Einstein. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for May 4th to 11th, 2018, the last quarter of the pink moon. Natural events, there was a time when nearly all the Earth's fresh water was drinkable. Pure public water supplies are a foundation of all civilizations. Cities and empires grew up beside good water. Rivers and streams fostered villages and farms. People drank and washed in them without a second thought. 200 years ago, there were very few polluted waters anywhere on the planet. But sadly today, few of us would think of drinking from any natural body of water. Bottled water, most of it no better than tap water, is a huge commercial enterprise, and the buying the selling of water is a growth industry worldwide. The water wars have begun. Industrial corporations polluted the earth's free-flowing fresh water, which once belonged to us all, and now industrial corporations filter it, bottle it, and sell it back to us, leaving us to dispose of all those plastic bottles. Is there anything we can do? There are several things. First and foremost, don't be afraid of your own tap water. It's very likely to be as good as any you can buy at the store. If you're not sure it's safe, get a simple charcoal filter at the drugstore and use it. Carry your drinking water in a clean glass bottle inside a mitten or a clean sock to protect and insulate it. And if your tastes are a little more exotic, well, you can add a touch of lemon and raw sugar or maybe a little honey. Second, identify and make known sources of free-flowing drinkable water in your neighborhood. How do we do that? By talking to our neighbors, especially the old-timers. Most of our towns have a number of springs, dug wells, and other traditional water sources. Third, Remember that pure water is a gift from the heavens. Our ancestors counted on the rain barrel to get the freshest drinking and washing water. Fourth, urge your local legislators to end the control of traditional public drinking water sources by the state. Too many have been shut down by misguided state regulations. They do a lot more good fixing the roads and the bridges. And fifth, Support CARE and UNICEF and other NGOs fighting to provide drinkable water worldwide. Good water is a basic human right. It's our mother's milk. Here's a rank opinion. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and everything in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. The earth is the Lord's. Well, that's the opinion of the 24th Psalm, Holy Bible. That means no man, no corporation has any right to poison the waters of the planet. 
No man, no corporation can own the waters of the planet. They do not belong to men for the benefit of a few. They belong to the Creator for the benefit of all life. Now, here's a field and forest report. Streams of sweet sap are surging up from the roots of the red maples and the American elms, and they have fed and unfurled their tiny blossoms, which are now being expanded in the sun with emerging seeds and leaves close behind. You may find the carmine red flowers of the maples and the soft mustard-colored elm catkins fallen on the ground underfoot or all over your car some of these days. The Norway maples and the lilacs are beginning to show their little green blossom clusters. Meanwhile, the oaks and the ashes and the beeches, as always, are far behind, still sound asleep, tight little buds. Here's a uh, mountain report. Soft clouds of salamander eggs float in the vernal pool and the wisdom woods. On higher, rockier slopes, the little spears of Canada Mayflower are beginning to point up from the ground. The many-bladed circular lupin leaves are rising aloft on purple stems. Overhead, turkey vultures float silently on the warm updrafts over the south slope of Awanajo, like the disembodied spirits of peaceful meditators over at the Surrey Zendo. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from the psychologist Eric Fromm. Power on the one side, fear on the other, are always the buttresses on which irrational authority is built. And from Psalm 64. You drench the plowed ground with rain, melting the clods and leveling the ridges. You soften the earth with showers and bless its abundant crops. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.